The views expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect the views of the hosts and collaborators of the Sip and Cosmos podcast. Any opinions are not intended to malign any religion, organization, individual, company, or group of any kind. Do you have any tattoos? <laughs> I do not have tattoos. I died in Auschwitz in my last lifetime. So oh. the thought of having a tattoo is not something I want to do. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sippin' Cosmos. I'm your paranormal nerd, Ashley. I'm your skeptic, Lane. And I am somewhere in between. I am Sarah. Today is a very exciting episode because we have in the studio Stephanie Risley. Am I saying that right? You are indeed. Okay, good. It's not too hard, but you never know. She is a hypnotherapist extraordinaire. She does past life regression therapy. And she actually studied under Dr. Brian Weiss. So we're going to hear all about Stephanie's work. She's also the writer of a book, uh, Love from Both Sides, mm-hmm. a true story of soul survival and sacred sexuality. And reincarnation. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And we're going to just republish that. It's reincarnation. So re- Because it's about my husband dying in my arms, coming back. As he's dead, okay, and then coming back, chatting to me, and then talking from the in-between, uh, and also he had wild sex with me while he was dead, okay, um, and talking about the process of what happens after you die. And he kept saying to me, you know, if this were not me, and he was a lawyer, a, he was a lawyer, a rocket scientist, uh, a, you know, a wild man from Mendocino and, and, and many different things. But he just said, I would think that you were crazy. You are not crazy. This is me. This is wild. I might be dead, but I'm not gone. Wow. Yeah. Now we have a skeptic here. Oh, he can be as skeptical as I he know. wants. You know, he's, he's cute. So. I'm on- <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got turquoise hair. <laughs> Stephanie's gonna try to steal you I away know. from me by the end of this episode. I feel it. He's either gonna steal you or roast you. <laughs> One I'm or the still other. extremely skeptical. No, and you can be skeptical. Wait till you die. And then you'll go, Oh my god, I was they were right all the time. I have a question for you. How many skeptics do you encounter every single day what do you mean how many I, I i encounter no none zero zip because i have a very i have a very specific job you know people circle that you interact no 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 with. i mean uh, people come what do you think i walk out in the world and say hello I, can i can i do a past life regression on you no mm-hmm. right i mean and first of all it's covid so we haven't been walking out in the world yes. right and i only see three people a day and those three people are completely vetted by me. I mean, if I don't like something about someone, if I get a feeling that this isn't a good fit, I'll just say, you know, thank you very much. I mean, I talked to, uh, you know, what was a sort of a darling little girl this morning, uh, this afternoon, whenever that was, and she was um, in the military. And then I kind of said, and have you been vaccinated or something like that? She said, oh, I wouldn't do that. And I went, oh, and then I said, and so uh, you voted for Donald Trump? Oh, yeah, he was great. And I said, and uh, QAnon? And he goes, yeah, I'm QAnon. I go, you know what? This is not going to like work between us, but I know you will find the right fit for you. So this so, QAnon person wanted a past life regression? Yeah. 
Wow. See, I find that yeah. very interesting. So you wouldn't want to find out why that person is the way they are. It, honey, I don't help know. them oh, oh. potentially see another perspective or it, it's not you know really my life I'm 73 years old mm -hmm. I am not you know I don't I just You're like no thank I you. don't have that much time <laughs> no, I understand. As I, as wanna, I, no yeah. I mean I want to help people who I want to help I mean I want to help what well, the reason I came to with you guys because you're the right age you're cute <laughs> and I care about young people being able to do what they want to do and who are brave and go out into the world so I only have so much time uh, in my life and so I work with people I like. That's why I don't encounter skeptics because people come to me who are on the same wavelength. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, most of the people who come to me, yeah, they find a lot of healing from the regression therapy, but it's really the deep dive into their own subconscious minds and going back and uncovering, you know, traumas in their current life. Right? In their yeah. current life, exactly. Mm -hmm. So the because we we were all children once, and when we were children, you know, you do things that are wrong, and you get shame for it. Or I deal with so much sexual abuse. Oh, people, you know, let's make sex fun for people because this craziness with people abusing other people, especially older people abusing children. I mean, oh, anyway, that's a big part of what I do is, you know, helping people who have been, because when you abuse someone sexually, it is, you know, you're getting them at the, at the chakra. It, you know, it's what we, we would call the, um, the uh, root chakra. But there's a wonderful book called Pussy, and I think I should send you that. I told you about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's all into goddess worshiping, and I'm all into goddess worshiping. I read that, and this was the girl who wanted to be a nun. Okay. And it made so much sense. So, you wanted to be a nun? Yes, because I've had so many lives as nuns. Oh. I've had too many lives as nuns. When I meet a friend, and I look at them, and I go, oh, I think we were nuns together. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, we're, luckily, we're not. So, so, mm -hmm. so let's go back to your book, though. I want to okay. start. So, so, All right. well, so you're saying you use hypnotherapy as a tool to just help people work through certain traumas in their own current lives, but mm -hmm. you also regress them back to past lives. I do. Mm -hmm. And the third session. You Max require had, five, right? I At least. At, at least. the minimum. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in your book, I want to go back to your book for a minute because you talk about sacred sexuality and getting visits from your late husband after he had passed. And first of all, I want to know, had you had experiences, paranormal experiences with spiritual energy before this or this was the first time you were, you know, exposed to that? No, I died when I was about 19. You know, so <laughs> that when you die, so you had a near death experience. I did. I had okay. a near death experience. So as soon as that happens, you're you. They've actually done the brain scans of people. You're different. Mm. You. It's like it's because dying is fun. I mean, I'm going to tell you. Well, yeah. everyone says they wish they could stay. Yeah, but they. But once you. But, but the actual process for me. I mean, I was so sick and I was so depressed and I was so unhappy. And I came from, you know, my, I had two wonderful parents who were both psychopaths. I love them dearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that seriously. You know, my mother was a war nurse. My father was a paratrooper jumping into the islands in the Pacific. Wow. In their you know, current, gun, in their, and, this lifetime, yeah, this right? Is, yeah, okay. No, yeah. So how did you die? Um, I had 
I literally was sitting in a room, couldn't breathe, and my parents, because uh, I'd had to come back to my to the house I was uh, I lived in, and because I got so sick, and and suddenly um, the, I looked so sick. One of my mother's friends said, "We've got to get her to the hospital." By the time they got me to the hospital, I had this much room to breathe in my lung because I saw the X-rays, and I had been an X-ray technician, and it was like I was in so much pain. And I just just closed my eyes, and suddenly it was like holding on. I was holding on to a bar, and I let go, and I slid. And it was a, the sliding was. I knew at that moment. I knew I was dying, and it was like, oh, good, I'm out of this. And then suddenly, then it was like not so fast, bitch, because they grabbed me by the back of the neck and they threw me back in this very pain-filled body. And then because I was in so much pain. And then I, I re the feeling was, I guess I have to stay. Mm. So, and anyway. then since then, you had experiences with the other realms. Well, I mean, I, it's because I was that happened, and um, in the '60s, there was a medium. Max asked me about a medium that was amazing. All the people in that era, I started, you know, hanging out with my my best friend who was my wife in my past life, it turns out. Because um, you can always, you know, it's like when you're really attracted to somebody um, and you don't know why, it, that's, a, that's a past life connection. So how did you come to the understanding that she was your wife in a past life? Well, I didn't at that point. When I was 15, I met her. And, uh, and I, we just connected and we just did everything together. And... So much so that we never went out with guys. I mean, everybody, we just, Saturday night and fr Friday and Saturday night, we hung. And neither of us were gay. But it was like, I remember thinking, because we laughed all the time. And we, it was the 60s in L.A. And you could get away with so much shit. <laughs> I mean, I. Sounds amazing. I am so sorry, kids, now. Because you don't <laughs> get away with anything. But the stuff we got away with, oh, man. But so. um and we just had so much fun. And then um, she just was an amazing friend. And then uh, the, she was my wife in my past life. <clears throat> and I know that because I've done past life regressions. But And then when I was at Disney, I was a writer at Disney, and there was this very funny girl sitting at the front. And, and I just kind of turned around and went, okay, I love this girl. I have to go <laughs> meet this girl. And that girl, who was my best friend, um, yeah was my daughter in my past life. So when did you start regressing back to past lives? Do you, you studied with Brian Weiss, you studied with other, you know, yeah, hypnotherapists. With, uh -huh. Do you regress yourself? No, but you have to, okay, when I was three, okay, I would have these recurring dreams of I was this gigantic doctor and I had on, um, you know, the long white coat. I was three, and this, but I was a big baby because that was myself then. But I was bossing everyone around. Now I was bossing everyone around in a 1917 hospital, and uh, and so I just, you know, those those were recurring dreams. Well, in my when my husband died, he came back, and he said, you know how I used to say 
Um, you know, used to say you are so much more Jewish than I am. I'm not Jewish. I'm Yashiksa. He said, and you're just Yashiksa. And he said, it, it turns out you are more Jewish than I am. <laughs> and then he said, you were Jewish in your direct past life. It's a very unhappy situation. I can't, I, I don't want to show it to you now. I don't want you to see it. But I have been surrounded by people from Auschwitz and my, uh, in high school, um, one of my good friend's parents uh, were out of Auschwitz, and both of them survived uh, and met in a relocation camp in Germany. And then they had um, they had three children. Two of them they had in that relocation camp, and then they moved to Los Angeles. And so Sam was a good friend, but his mother was so interesting to me because she would sit down and just talk to me about the war, which was fresh in her mind, and God knows why. I mean, of course, because she had post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. And so, but it was like, as she's talking, I knew everything she was saying, and I saw the scenes. So, um, and then when Dan died, um, uh, I, you know, then I saw more, and, and then... I just uh, have, have had a nine-year relationship with the person who essentially got me killed in that past lifetime. So you can, you know, you can... Dan? No, no. The okay. person who got me killed in that lifetime was a German showgirl. Okay, because I wasn't, I was super, super rich. I was a guy and I was part of the, a family called the Rothschilds. You've heard of, you might not have heard of the Rothschilds, but right. they're a banking family. Mm -hmm. And so my mother was a Rothschild and she wanted me to be a doctor because. Didn't Trump's daughter marry a Rothschild or is no, he not a Rothschild? No, he's not a Rothschild. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They wish. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Trump's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. so, yeah. um, but anyway, so in that lifetime, I was super wealthy and super entitled and super narcissistic. And I was, um, I had a wonderful wife who was so good to me. That was my best friend in high school. And I was having an affair with a German showgirl. And the German showgirl, uh, when I told her that we were going to go to Paris for the weekend, but I'd already I'd already bought a place on Fifth Avenue, which is what German Jews did, and I was just going to go to to. She outed me to the SS, and we all died in not in in um, Auschwitz. And that was your most recent past life. Yeah, that's the most recent past life. But all time is simultaneous, so it doesn't. You know, anyway. Right. I yeah. have a question yeah. from mm -hmm. one of our viewers. We have a viewer? Yeah, we, ha we, it, this thing is moving. If I ever am looking down here, it's because <laughs> everyone's, everyone is loving you, by the way. Yeah. She's not texting. Oh, She's no, just I'm not texting. Yeah. It's because this thing is popping up with so much. What um, does TikTok say? Please ask her if this is the first life where she's been conscious of her past lives. Oh, what a great question. That, that is a is. great one. That is a good question. That is a good one. Yeah. You know, I don't know because I'm only in this lifetime. Right. I'm right. just in this lifetime. And in this lifetime, I have to be Stephanie in this lifetime. Yeah. And you haven't regressed to a past life where you were remembering other past lives. That would be like inception of past lives. The first real regression I did happened in the 70s when I was just listening to a show about past lives. And um, it was a radio show. And I was lying down on my couch uh, in New York, and um, I closed my eyes, and suddenly, I, it was like 
it was so vivid. I was an angry 16-year-old <laughs> marching behind a camel's butt. And uh, the, the camel was so decorated, and I was decorated, and I was a Bedouin. And I was so angry because I knew I was being, you know, essentially sold or, you know, to somebody to get married to. And I'm just, I'm a 16 year old, but I have to do it because my dad's the chieftain and it's my job and my mother'd kill me. And, you know, I'm a 16 year old and we get to this amazing place. I mean, so beautiful, just draped with gorgeous silks and everybody's and there's music and there's dancing and I'm the star because I'm the, I'm beautiful. I like being beautiful in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful. So, um, so, and, and suddenly there's this terrified guy standing in front of me, all probably 20 years old, as terrified as I am. We're looking into each other's eyes. We know we have to get married. And I don't know, the next scene, we're having wild, wonderful sex. Yeah. And we are so laughing and fun. And, and, and then I have five kids. And then I'm, I'm, then I'm no longer a better one. And I see specifically these these dwellings that are on the side of their ancient dwellings on the side of a hill. And I'm looking out and it's a beautiful day, but my kids are driving me nuts. And, and, and I, you know, the, the feeling tone from the Stephanie to that woman was, Oh, please enjoy that life. But that's not what, that's not all there is to it. I mean, when I do a past life regression, I'm, you know, I, I do, I call one, the first regression is the pancake regression. I go, why did you choose the family that you, you were born into? And then you'll see one of the dreary little lives of your life. You know, you're a pig farmer and <laughs> Chinese. It's the Chinese pig farmer lives. Okay, we all have thousands of those. Okay, because you have thousands of lives. Yeah, I was going to ask, why don't I ever hear about past lives that were like CPAs, like accountants, boring lives? Okay, uh, yeah, you should be with one of my clients, with my clients who are these struggling single black females. Okay, because man, we go back and there they are. They are bored to death. They are struggling, uh, alcoholic uh, out lawyer going to from New York into Scarsdale, and they're drinking and they're bored. And then, th and she looks at that life and she goes, "Oh my!" And I love it when I have my black clients because they look at their feet. I go, they. <laughs> Go, hold out your hand. He goes, I'm white. Oh my God, I'm white. I'm a white person. Yeah, you're a white person. <laughs> you know? we wow. That's what I was saying. We've all been male. We've all been, been female. female. We've all been we've black, all white, been... every color under but the how sun. How do we know that? Yeah, because we, Until we, we are, all, we are all, you know, we are, we are, there's no here, here. I mean, you know, study physics. I dated a rocket scientist for five years. <laughs> he had no problem with what I did because, you know, there's no here here anyway, because we're all so stuck with the five senses that we have. And if we are and that's the only way we can um, literally experience this reality. There's so much more going on in this room than we have. When we have any idea of, if we could see molecules, we could see, you know, the nitrogen in the air and the, you know, the whatever's going on in the air. But if you were a snake, okay, you would be able to stick your tongue out and know what the barometric pressure was. If you were a dog, you'd be able to know when everybody, everybody been doing. <laughs> if you were a bee, a bumblebee, you'd have 56 different little, um, you know, like a crystal. 
and then you'd be able to to see pollen that you'd want you'd go want to go to you know so everybody you know we're very very limited as humans we to be humans we had to drop kick our ma- amazing animal a lot of our amazing animal attributes to get language because 40% of our brain is devoted to to talking communication words mm-hmm. i mean that's that's why we rule the planet you'll notice there's not another species who rules the planet and has damaged the planet as much as we have it's true for sure yeah no we are but i just feel like I, my I just accept that i that i'm a limited being no you are a limited being and i love you for it <laughs> <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> do yeah. you believe that been other animals and we in have been other animals. It's my cats, the, dogs. I've got a lot of them, but my favorite one is from a client I saw maybe twelve. I don't know, ten years ago, something like that. She was sixty-five at the time, and we're at the same age, so thirteen years ago. Um, she had been a waitress at Norms on La Cienega. Love Norms. Okay, she had been there for forty years by this time, and her direct boss who'd been there only for 10 years or 20 years or something was giving her a lot of trouble. And so she came in, she said, I want to do a regression. I want my most powerful life. And I said, we're going to give you your most powerful life. And so we take her down and I said, and I said, is your most, I said, look at your feet. She said, I'm a dinosaur. I own this. I own this land. And I said, get into that dinosaur feeling. She said, I'm so heavy and I, I've got this beautiful neck. I love my body. I'm going, wow. And I said, you know, like, what's going on? She said, there's another dinosaur over there. It's my sister. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. So, wow. So, and then, <clears throat> so. That's just, the first I've heard a dinosaur. Story, okay. So, well, a, I'll, well no, also. No, I do outer space, but hold on. Right. Let me let me tell you what she, what happened. Yeah. So it's like, it's not what happened then. I said, now you feel that dinosaur. She went into her boss as her dinosaur self, and she didn't take shit. She walked in there. She said, this is what I do. This is what I need. And he, she said, he just shook. He had never seen me so fierce. Yeah, she took her, I mean, she really needed to, Take her power. She yeah. did. She did. And she was beautiful and, and she, such a such a life. Dinosaur anyway. energy. So how did your husband first get in contact with you after he passed? How did that happen? Was that, it a dream? No, it wasn't a dream. It was, well, I mean, he was trying. Okay, so, all right. So we're at Kaiser in, and I'm in bed with him because I'm in complete denial about his the fact that he could die. He was a rocket scientist. He was a nuclear scientist, and he had tritium poisoning, which is you get from atomic bombs. But but so anyway, I'm sitting there with my hand on his heart. I'm lying there next to him and I'm just listening and just going, you know, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna get through this. You're gonna this is gonna you're gonna get through this. We're gonna get you better. Cause I didn't I just I had gotten I died, you know, I had systemic lupus when I was 19. That's why I died. Because I had pericarditis, bilateral lung effusion, and I got myself well. So I think that everybody can get themselves well. But that's not true. So anyway, I have my hand on his heart. And then his heart stopped beating. And then he just, the, his energy just whipped through me and said, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. I went, what? Are you Martin Luther King already? <laughs> I mean, what, what? No, you can't be free. Get back in here. Get back. No. And I just totally 
went into shock. What did that feel like? Did it, it feel like it, it, magnetic? It, no, you, it's like it's a whoosh. But in, he went straight into his son, who's still 28 years old at the time, standing there. Mm. And he said to his son, John, John, I'm, I'm, I'm not dead. I mean, I'm dead, but I'm here. This is wild. And John is standing there going, oh, God. And then, and then um, I... Was this audible or was it just more of a No, 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 feeling? you hear it. No, you hear it. You hear it. You hear the sound. You hear the voice. You hear it in your head. I mean, that's they're talking to you in your head. Right. They're not, it's not uh, out there. But at one point, he was able to make himself so that he could lie next to me, which was really weird. For all of you wow. unmarried people Damn. out there, I was 42. I was, I was terminally unmarried. I would never get married. Be, and everybody would look at me and go, gee, you're so pretty. I wonder why you're not married. Well, it was because I'm a bitch. I mean, what do I want to <laughs> No, I mean, but it was because when we were, okay, so you, you are, you are, are, are destined, not de I don't like the word destined, but I was sort of, I was planned. I literally, he, uh, he'd asked for me to come in. Now I had just died in Auschwitz and I didn't really want to do another tour down here, but, <laughs> um, but I just, I said, okay, fine. I love him. I, you know, we're always buddies together. Usually I'm a guy. Okay. I know this will be surprising, but <laughs> a lot of male energy, but, um, and I so, think I was too. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it depends. You know, they have they 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 have a good run with it, but it's good being a girl. Okay, yeah, we're having a good show. Okay, sometimes. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. We have this is our this is our hundred years, babe. This is okay. our time. For this sure. is our time. Okay, for we sure. gotta get the we gotta get the planet in order. Mm -hmm. This male energy has ruined my planet. Okay, and this is my planet. I love this planet. I liked being here. The other planets are okay, but this is the shit planet. I mean this. This is the best planet. And look at how beautiful our planet is. Have you ever seen it from from the from have you ever gone to the Hubble um to the IMAX and seen our planet? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Except beautiful for all planet. the space junk that's out there floating well, around. We're going, that. To do, we're going to do something about that planet. But anyway, so that, So you've had mm -hmm. you've remembered other lives on other planets? I haven't remembered other okay. lives on other planets, but I have people um I have that you regress that I have regressed, yeah. What have they said about other planets? Well, they depends on they're in the they're all on those other planets. And they're there's my favorite planet is the fish planet people. I mean the the they're It's a planet of fish? It's a planet of water that most of the there it's like everybody's kind of like a dolphin. Whoa. Only they have more fun than dolphins because they have a structured um situation and um and they do nothing but philosophize, have sex, have fun. They do drugs there, just like they do here. You know, the dolphins do drugs. I do a lot of research on alien life. I've never heard of a dolphin planet. So in your book, you talk about him coming back to you, his spirit coming back mm -hmm. to you. Did you have sex with a ghost? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, to I, put I, it frankly. Yeah. No, he had, uh, you can have wild sex with ghosts. I mean, I was actually on a TV show called, you know, Sex with Ghosts in the travel. It's, it's someplace running around. They did that a while ago. It was a t big TV show. So, how do you explain sexual energy without a body? Like, why, why sex if there's no body? Well, it doesn't have to be a body. You know, there's, 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 there's a place in, there's the University of Wisconsin does the most interesting sexual um, uh, 
uh, research ever done. And I think it's because they've got all these undergraduates. It's so cold. They want to make some money. They go down to the basement. Okay. And they so, study sex. <laughs> and well, they, they, they research sex. It's only yeah. been in the last 15 years when women have been um, in places of science that that literally women's sexuality has been studied, okay? Mm -hmm. And women's sexuality is so different from male sexuality. When a woman has an orgasm, we, our brains open in one, two, three, four, five different places, flooding our brain with oxytocin, which is the precursor for serotonin. And then if we can keep those guys in bed and we can hug them, then we get dopamine. (laughs) (laughs) Their little brain, I'm sorry, opens in one little place, (laughs) tiny little place. I have a very complex brain. (laughs) 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 Little place. (laughs) They get that tiny little orgasm, little orgasm, poof. And then then this other stride comes in. (laughs) And then that, then then they, no, they fall asleep. And as as I always say to my clients. That does happen a lot to me. All right. So male and, and female sexuality is different. Very different. But then, but again, if you don't have a body, why, why is there sexual energy right, involved? Because he could get into my body and go to my 8,000 uh, uh, receptors. receptors in the, in my pussy, you know? There's and a, why yeah. do that as a ghost? You can go to travel to any dimension, cre- you know? Because he wanted to come and love me. <laughs> okay. Because sex is love. Yeah. It's sacred. It's love. It was energy. Oh man. Yeah. What what is your main like goal? The main thing that you would want to spread to people that maybe don't believe in life after death. Like what what no, do no, you No, I don't I don't have to talk to anybody. Don't don't believe what you want. Yeah. You know, like my QAnon lady lady today. <laughs> you know, just I mean, if you see my yelps, all my bad yelps are from people who I didn't want to work with because they, you know, voted for Donald Trump and I, you know, Donald <laughs> Trump to me is Hitler. I mean, literally, you know. I mean, he had Do you think sim- he was in a past life? I'm not I don't want to say that, but he was certainly <laughs> trying to overturn my country on I mean, uh, January 6th was as, as as scary a thing had has ever happened. When Donald Trump was elected, I went haywire. So how does how does hypnotherapy work with smaller things? Like you say you use hypnotherapy to get people to stop, you know, a smoking? bad habit, smoking or smoking eating or, junk food or whatever or it is. Eating junk food. I mean, Jesus, God, that's what that's. I just there's a blog there's a blog on there's a on my last one of my last blogs um my very last blog is about junk food and how addictive it is and it's purposely addictive it's just as addictive as drugs when the tobacco companies were brought up short about creating this horrible addiction that kills thousands you know hundreds of thousands of people a year um, they went, they immediately went and bought food companies and then they bought diet companies. So they're, they're producing the Doritos and the Oreos that are, they make, and they hire right. the best and the brightest um, chemi- the biochemists that they can so that they can hack the brain. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'd known this for years because of the research I do, but because I don't eat junk food. But when you do eat junk food, your brain screams out, I need another one of those mm-hmm. now. 
So how do you use hypnotherapy to like we rewire the brain? Is well, it mantras it, or just No, it's neuroscience. Uh, I mean, I you know, literally it's neuroscience. I explain the brain. It takes it takes about an hour for me to explain what I'm about to do. And then I give them techniques based on neuroscience. Mm. So it's not airy fairy. But I get um you know, so I have a lot of doctors that are my clients. I have a lot of psychiatrists who are my clients. I have one psychiatrist who looked at me and she said, that is amazing. Why don't they teach that in, in why didn't they teach me that in medical school? <laughs> I said, because they only teach you drugs in medical school. Mm. You know, they teach you the DSM. Because I worked for five years at the Neuropsychiatric Institute doing the primary research that became what they call the DSM-3 revised, which is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Um, and it's how, and and that is funded by the drug companies to get people a diagnosis so that then they can go, oh, this diagnosis, we're going to give you a Prozac. We're Pretty gonna... fucked up, honestly. Well, you want the book about this? <laughs> I mean, the, the book about this is really fucked up because yeah. uh, it's about how the, the Sackler family has profited off of the millions of people who've already died of Oxycontin mm -hmm. uh, abuse. So you can actually get someone to stop eating junk food through hypnosis. Yeah. And how long does that take? Sarah's like, like sign me up. How, how many sessions are <laughs> like no. to do anything? I'm no, I just, I'm, I just always ask. I ask people. I just don't want to. I don't do hit and run anything. So I I don't want to work with people who do hit and run stuff. Go to somebody else. Right. So know? it's over. No, it's just I have to know who I'm dealing with. So first session. So what happens? I do. I work in chunks of five sessions. I really need at least five sessions because I never know what's going to be happening in the regression. In a regression. I can uncover some really, you know, shameful things. I just, last week I had a client who we went to a regression and I said, what's happening? Now, this is a woman who's been sexually abused by her father. Okay. And that's why talking therapy is so toxic because you have to talk again and again and again and again. I mean, one of the most dramatic healings that I had ever had was with somebody who, and, you know, tune off if you don't want to hear a horrible story. Because, um, But this gorgeous 27-year-old came in a while ago, and, um, and she, gorgeous long hair, and I think she was in the cosmetics business, and she just told me the story of her life was when her father was murdered when he was when she was seven and um and they went in and um they got his computer and they found out that he was um a uh, child pornographer and my client was his star uh, and so there were pictures of her in all kinds of um diabolic you know bad things and um and so they immediately took her away from her drug addict mom and um they took her into child services and again and again and again and again these 
people would prod her. Show us a picture. What did he do? Show us some more. What did he do? And what did he do? And what did he do? It's like that poor... You're re-traumatizing yourself every time. I mean, it's like every, every time. time. Yeah. It's like, did you see the Woody Allen? Uh, yeah. I was just thinking that they made her go through again, it and Again times. and again and again. And how many times you want me to tell you this? Yeah. So she came into me. I'm not... I said, I don't do talking therapy. I don't. Okay. So I, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do here. Okay. So, but when we, and we, when we got to her regression... I said, look at your feet. And she said, I have black, shiny shoes on, and I'm happy to it because I'm, I'm Irish. She said, I, I'm like Jimmy Cagney. <laughs> and, and she said, I'm wearing a really expensive suit, and it's tight. I'm a boxer, and, but I'm a sto- stockbroker. And, and I said, okay, fine. Go f-, and she's Irish, and we get through that, and it's New York. And I said, go find your wife. And she, they live on Park Avenue. And... Uh, she said, um, I, I said, and she said, he, she bugs me. I said, why does she bug you? Because she can't do anything right. I said, okay, well, okay, let's go find her. I said, turn her around. And she was quiet. I said, who's your wife? She said, it's my father. I said, okay, that's your father. Okay. So next scene, I said, what's happening now? She said, he's, um, she said, I forget what her the name was in that thing, Dolores. Let's call her Dolores. Um, I'm 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 beating Dolores up. I said, "Why are you beating Dolores up? Because she cooked my dinner wrong." Okay, next event. Um, what's happening now? She said, "Dolores is dying." I said, "Why is Dolores dying?" Because she knows I will never love her. Okay, and then I said, "Next event," and it's 1929. I said, "What's happening now?" She said, I, "He said I've lost all my money. He's sitting in a bar. He can see the lights going on, and nobody likes me, and I hate myself." And I said, "Next event," he said, "I put a gun to my head. I'm dead." And then we go to the in between, because I get people to look back on that life. What did you learn in that life? Well, that was a lot. He goes to the in between. He's not greeted well. And then I said, "Find your guide," and he said, "And." And he said, oh, my God, it's, she said, because <laughs> it's, it's back to the girl, it's my father. Her father was her guide. And I said, why did, what did you need to learn? Why did you have to learn this lifetime? She said, to learn what it felt like to be totally betrayed by someone you loved unconditionally. Now, I'm not saying that that, you know, is what all, you know, those, you know, all this stuff. But for her, it was freeing. You know, it was totally freeing. She let it go. And for the naysayers who go, well, what did you, how about if they made it up? I don't know. I don't care. If like, if it's a way you can let it Release, go. Release, yeah. yeah. Make peace with it. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. invested. Mm-hmm. You know, when people come to me, they go, well, I don't believe in past life regressions. And, you know, I go, well, okay, fine. I've had some amazing people who don't believe in past life regressions see amazing things when they just say, okay, well, let's try it. Yeah, at the end of the day, if it has a positive impact on the person, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So you just want to... I would agree with that. Yeah. What's the, like, craziest past life story that's come to mind? The the dolphin? Is it the dolphin? No, 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 but it would be from the same doctor who had the dolphin, okay, who... Wow, he had crazy lives. Oh, this man is a neuro... What is he? He's a... Oncologist, hematologist. Okay, he's an okay. oncologist, hematologist at Cedars. He 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 first came to me because his wife uh, wouldn't go into the kitchen because there were knives in the kitchen. Now he loved his wife, and um, <laughs> this is a blog. I've written this up as a blog mm. on my website someplace. Um, 
And so I so I worked with I worked with Susie and we found amazing lives and the two of them were always connected and her and we healed her fear of knives. Um, so we did a bunch of regressions. But this one, um, I said, I <laughs> I said, look at your feet. And suddenly this sweet Scottish guy goes, I don't have feet. I went, Okay. <laughs> you, you don't have feet. Okay, what do you have? He said, I'm a console. I said, you're a console. Okay, great. You're a console. Um, and uh, where, look around, where are you? He said, where I always am. And I said, okay, Brian, where are you always? He said, in my spaceship. I said, you're in your spaceship. You're a console. Um, I said, how old are you? He said, I don't know how old I am. They harvested my brain. They've stuck me in this console. I don't know. I must be 900 years old now, I think. I don't know. And... <laughs> I said, what are you doing now? He said, what I'm always doing, I have to head back to Earth to get the people who <laughs> who won't come with us. So this is the same guy who had the dolphin past life, too? Mm -hmm. So he's a doctor. Wow. He's an oncologist, hematologist who deals with death all the time. Wow. Well, what, what did he mean by console? A console. He's a part of a computer. Like the the uh, dashboard on the spaceship. Wow. And that had a consciousness? It was a consciousness that they harvested from his brain. That is the weirdest story. Disturbing. That checks off the box. <laughs> The weirdest <laughs> past life. <laughs> but I can't even like uh, I wasn't wrap my head that. around. I wasn't expecting So yeah. I was looking on your website, Stephanie, and there's a quote that, you know, you could uncover why you chose the your circumstances in your current life. Mm -hmm. Can you explain? Okay. Uh, in the in-between, which is, you know, the in-between, um, you um, there's an opportunity to uh, really look at what what you want to develop, what part of your um, your life path, what haven't you developed? I mean, okay, I'll just give you something that happened Saturday, which was so disturbing to my client because she's a beautiful scientist who's got this amazing idea and is trying to get this big amazing business off the ground mm -hmm. and um she wanted it. what was she supposed to learn in that lifetime um but immediately we went um we went back and suddenly she her hand went up her leg went out and then she went like ah and then she's talking to me as I said, do you have a name? She said, they won't give me a name. I'm an it. And then she's in this asylum and, you know, she's obviously incredibly handicapped. And, you know, why do you choose a life like that? To ex Because I feel that I'm the Purple Soul Reclamation Center. 
So if you're an adventurous soul, those are my purple souls. There's a gradation of souls. There's my white baby souls. They have to have the Beverly Hills houses. They have to have the jewelry. <laughs> they have to have this. They have to do that. They have to show off all the time. Okay. And then there's the second set. Those are the healers. Those are the this. Then there's a third set. Then there's this. And then there's that. Then there's blue people. Like we are like worker bees. Okay. Then there's the then there's the purple people. And that's... that's is they, that the highest level? <laughs> well, it's not the highest level. There's just that's what they do is willing they, to take on a hard life. They no, no, no. They're not. No, no, no. Not always. Not always. Elon Musk. Okay. Um, uh, they, they, you know, they, they rock it, and they, and but they sometimes want to challenge themselves physically. Now, what can you do in a body like that? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, you are you're teaching other people to love, to have compassion. Oh, that's what she needed to learn. That was it. That it just came to it. I just saw the word compassion. That's what she needed to learn in that lifetime because most of her lives. I mean, she's a gorgeous French woman, and I and and that's another thing. Yeah. So um, and so. There's a lot of souls that like coming in um, good looking. Now, that uh, if you come in, I like to be good looking. But I do my the life where I shared with my husband Dan. I was an ugly French nun, and I, that <laughs> I was. I'm so ugly. The only thing they could do with me is isn't put me that in a subjective. Convent. Isn't that subjective? No, ugly? you can tell when someone's ugly. <laughs> yeah. oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's not be I'm so I'm a Stephanie right. here. You yeah. can tell when someone's ugly. Like. Objectively ugly. <laughs> yeah. I was ugly, but I was good. I was good. And then my husband in that lifetime was Isabella the town slut. And <laughs> <laughs> So they brought oh. Isabella into the convent, and then and then she was in her twenties. I was in my forties, and you know she was so sexy. She was trying to seduce me, but I wasn't having any of it. <laughs> oh but, but I loved her so much, and she loved me. And when I died, you know she'd become a good nun, and she all she wanted to do was to have a male and female life with me, and that's what this life was supposed to be about. So, so this was the answer to that life. So is every life chosen, is every single being, ha have they chosen that life in the in-between? I don't know. I don't know. Everything. In your opinion? I have no idea. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I don't, you know, I know what I know. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd have, you'd have to ask people, but I know I have a lot of Chinese lives because I am fascinated every time <laughs> Netflix, they turn on the Chinese stuff. I'm there. Um, That's like uh, Ashley with Egypt. She yeah. loves Egypt. Oh, well, if she, I, I love know. Egypt. Yeah. So if, you know, you've got any place that when I was in Rome in 1966 as a 19-year-old, I literally walked down the street and wanted to pound on this door because I lived there. And then years later, when I went to Europe again, I literally, that lifetime, I was friends with Galileo. I mean, because by that time, I'd already, it was 2006 when I was in, in uh, I was in uh, Florence, and I went, and then I literally was with the rocket scientist who was wearing bad shoes. I said, Dennis, we're going this way. And we went up and up and up and up and up and up. We were on, uh, across the Arno. And then suddenly I was standing in front of a doorway 
that I'd gotten to, and it said the home of Galileo. Wow. So you know this stuff, yeah. So real quick, to piggyback off of Lane's question. Uh Uh-huh. In your book, you talk about how your husband chose to reincarnate as an African girl. Mm -hmm. So he chose this, but he didn't stay long there. He died. Oh, how how do you know that? Because he came back to tell me. And then he has he gone back? No, no, he. I could. I just said enough of you. He was he was very funny. He came back on because he would while he was in utero he would be talking to me, and that that was really hard and weird. And then he came back right before he was born on Valentine's Day, and he and he get he said put the pin in your hand, and then he drew this big penis with a big heart next to it. He goes, I miss you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> As a baby? As, a, as inside. Yeah, but he wasn't happy. He said, these people are crazy. He said, they <laughs> lie to each other. They're noisy. They're screaming. I should have stayed being a Jewish guy. <laughs> I like being a Jewish guy. Because <laughs> I was going to ask if you've tried to to meet his new incarnation. But oh, she, good God. But no, I died. had no, no, no. I'm so not she, speaking to him. Oh, I'm so not, now you're not Hello. He left me $180,000 in debt, no insurance, no retirement. And when I got- I wouldn't speak to him either. No. Do you, does TikTok, ha- or do you guys have any other questions before we say goodbye to Stephanie? No, I think I've pretty much asked everything I wanted to. And I do think we only scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you so much for you're being welcome. here, Stephanie. It was a pleasure. Seriously. <laughs> it, was it was a trip. <laughs> Learned Thank a lot. You. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a different perspective, right? For, for sure. sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching, listening, TikToking, streaming, commenting, liking, subscribing, all of the above. We'll yeah, see you next time. You have to subscribe. Bye. You need subscribers. <laughs> we do. You do. Yeah. Listen I to Stephanie. I don't, look, they we, need marketing. We need it. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye.